You're listening to the Barbell Voodoo Podcast with your host, Jacob Facing. Today's podcast is brought to you by Paleo Works, locally owned milk prep kitchen with a passion for paleo. They want to make it easy for you to reach your nutritional goals and stay on track. They offer heat and eat paleo meals, athlete recovery meals, and bulk macro items. Their meals feature a locally 100% grass-fed beef, all-natural hormone, and free-range chicken and pork. Pick up locations all over Middle Tennessee, as well as some delivery options for a small fee around Nashville. Paleo Works wants to make nutrition the easiest part of your day. Also, this episode is brought to you by Strength Outside the Box. It's a podcast hosted by Amy Hester and Lauren Coral, based out of Huntsville, Alabama. It's a... It's all about two girls getting to the heart of how a community of crosswork athletes is changing each other's lives one wad at a time, while digging deep to understand how the lessons learned within the gym can provide strength for obstacles outside the box. Grab a cup of coffee and get ready to make two new gym besties as they chat with members of their own gym, neighboring gyms, and beyond. With each interview comes more laughter and a true sense of community family and what it means to have strength outside the box find them now wherever you love to listen to podcasts and on instagram at strength outside the box the ladies are currently accepting suggestions on new boxes to visit and feature on their show if you would like to nominate your awesome gym email them at strength outside the box at gmail.com as always don't forget about Barbell Voodoo Private Label. We want to be a part of whatever you got going on, so hit us up with your crazy ideas. We'll see if we can make it happen. You can find us at barbell-voodoo.com. And last but not least, please make sure that you give us a five-star review, tell your friends about us, and subscribe as always. I hope you have a great time listening to today's podcast. Today we sit down once again with Cole Martinez. Hey, He's on his way to the games this week. It's going to be awesome to watch him. And so we can't help but be so excited for Cole Martinez. So way to go, Cole. We're proud of you, buddy. And we can't wait to see you in action. Enjoy the podcast. Hey, this is Rich Froning. You're listening to the Barbell Voodoo Podcast. All right, welcome to another edition of the Barbell Voodoo Podcast. We are sitting down. Here, um, back at Three Star CrossFit, but not with Emily. We're with Cole Martinez again as we look forward to uh, moving towards the games, the games, the one percent of the one percent, the top dogs. And I don't know, you can't say that about girls. I, I don't mean top dogs. That's gonna, I'm going to be sexist and I'm going to get emails now. Yeah, I didn't mean to be. Yeah, um, yeah, the, I'm going to no comment on that one. Yeah, you're that's the one probably smart. Right you're now, so. you're very wise for such a young individual. Um, <laughs> Top people, persons. That's what I'm looking for. Person. The persons. These are the fittest chaps and ladies <laughs> in the known universe. <laughs> fittest chaps, okay. All of the Milky Way, these are the fittest. Well, you know, Adrian Bosman has said that before. Yeah? Uh, there was a video that they did at the 2014 regionals. Uh-huh. And uh, Savon, the video guy, was yeah. asking Adrian. He was like, so what's the goal of the games? And Adrian, Adrian Bosman, the, the head judge, was mm-hmm. like, well... He said it's to find the fittest individuals on Earth. He goes, and I guess since Earth is the only inhabitable planet in the galaxy, it's the fittest in the galaxy. 
That seems right. I mean, so that's fair logic. Yeah. 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 I mean, after reading comics growing up, I, I feel good about that. Um, <laughs> so I feel like CrossFitters are less bulky than main comic characters, but... Oh, yeah. You know, equally as strong. Well, uh, today, as we're sitting here hanging out, there's a Battle of the Barbells going on next door um, mm-hmm. with the team competition. Um, and, of course, you know, your family is, is very involved in that. <laughs> I would say, I mean, considering that... Uh, we are, or my parents are two people on the four people lease, then yes, they're, they're pretty, or the four people LLC, then they're pretty, uh, pretty involved. Pretty involved. Pretty involved. Kind of know what's going on. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Well, it's a great competition, so I'll just tell you, if you are in Middle Tennessee or anywhere in, or close to that, um, you should check them out. They have various ones throughout, yep. you know, um, there's an, there's a Masters and Teen coming up in August, I August believe. August 17th, I believe. I could be wrong on that day. Yeah, but. and that's happening at my home home gym. Uh, at Not actually at my home gym, but Is that at the place I work out, at Trivium. <laughs> at Trivium. <laughs> CrossFit Trivium. CrossFit <laughs> Trivium in Berlin, Tennessee. So check that out. Um, see what's going on. I think you can find them on the Throwdown series uh, if you go on the website. Yep, of, of yep. Throwdown. You can find there. them out there. Um, anywho. Um, so the big thing is to follow up from last time we, uh, we had Cole on the podcast, um, we were talking about leading up to the open and getting ready for that qualifying for things to come. And you know what happened? He qualified. I qualified. Qualified. And so then from what I understand, you get, you get lumped into this fishbowl of people who qualify and then you somehow, through the magic of the interwebs yep. and the uh, internets, all the nets. On the line. On the line. <laughs> you, uh, you somehow go through this qualifying process. Now, I would say, you know, the 99% of us that do CrossFit, not the 1% that gets to experience this, mm-hmm. have really no idea what that means. Like, okay. okay, I've qualified to qualify. Right. It seems weird. And... and so who qualifies for that? Is the Masters athletes, right? They have to go through an online qualifier. So the and Masters the teams, and teenagers right? go through the online qualifier. And what's that like? Was like just like the process of it? Yeah. Like do you get like an email and say, hey, congratulations, you've made it to, to try to qualify? Basically. That, basically? That's basically what happens. So um, the Masters and teenagers start out like everybody else. We mm-hmm. start out in the Open. After the five weeks of the Open, um, we get – Seated basically the top 200 in each age group and obviously each gender. So each age group would be 14 and 15 and 16 and 17 for the teenagers. And then from 35 to 39, all the way up to 60 plus for the masters top 200, um, move on to the online qualifier. And so in the online qualifier, there's four workouts, but five scores. So the, the first score is your finish in the open. So let's say, for example, um, if I won the open, I would get one point going into the qualifier. Okay. If I play second, I would get two points and so on until the 200th gotcha. spot. Uh-huh. And so basically your open finish matters. Mm-hmm. You can't just cruise through the open and just kill it during the qualifier. Gotcha. Um, after the qualifier, which is about a month after the open. So it has nothing to do with the region. Uh, no, it's worldwide. 200 Just worldwide. worldwide, 200 people you're yep. competing against. Yep. So you could have, I mean, theoretically, you could have 100 people in one region that make it. Essentially, yeah. And then the rest of the world is, is made up of those other 100. For That's sh- interesting. Yeah, it yeah. is. So actually, um, at the games last year, out of the 40 male teenagers that made it, the mm-hmm. 20 and the 14, 15, the 20 and 16, 17, yeah. there were only 14 Americans. 
Really? Yeah. That oh, just goes wow. to show you like the international yeah. side of the game. And so that, that cool. that's going to impact things moving forward. For even, sure. In a, in huge ways. That's incredible. Yeah, right. really it's it's pretty cool. But so after the qualifier, um, after it's all said and done, after they tally up your scores, um, if you place in the top 20 in your age group, you get an invite um, after you have to send in video for like video submission. Yeah. Um, so every one of them, every one of the qualifying workouts, yep. you get sent at one time and you have a certain amount of time to, to do those. Correct. And when you do those, you record those, and there's a lot of criteria that are involved in that with Correct. in terms of setting up your camera and feed and, mm-hmm. and the frame and, and all the workout and the time and, and all that mess. The um, the video is more stressful than the workouts. I bet, yeah. Especially this year we had the rope climb. Mm-hmm. And uh, for someone coming from me that's not particularly a fan of heights, having to... <laughs> I didn't know that. Oh, yeah, no, I'm like... So, now this we're way off topic right now, but I'm about to say something. No, we need to know about that. So um, I absolutely despise like roller coasters and amusement parks. I hate really, them. I hate them. Yeah, and because the hype. Here's uh, I'll tell you the story. I'm sorry, mom, but I'm gonna tell you, I'm gonna tell people the story. So we were at Disney World when I was six, mm-hmm. way before CrossFit. Um, I <laughs> we went on the. I at this time I didn't mind roller coasters I just didn't really like going upside down on them. Okay, um, it just it freaked me out. And then uh, my mom, she's pleased ignorance and, I, and and she is correct. She didn't know. I'm I'm not I'm not calling her accountable for anything. She didn't know, but she didn't realize that the rock and roll like the Aerosmith rock and roller coaster. Okay. she didn't realize that it went upside down. Oh. So she's like, oh, it should be fine. Well, we sit in there. Mm. And you sit down, and the next thing you know, like, I don't know, Rage Against the Machine starts playing or something like that. Yeah. The lights go dark, and we go from zero to 90 in, like, 0.4 seconds. <laughs> and as soon as this happened, my eyes, I just shut my eyes. <laughs> and then uh, the first time we went upside down, I was okay. I was, I was like, I don't like this, but I was all right. And then the second time, I was like, uh-uh, and I just lost it. I started bawling like a baby. I'm fully now, how, admit to how old it. were you? Six. You were six. I would probably still do it. No, I'm just kidding. I ball like a baby. I wouldn't ball. I like really a want baby. to test this. No, I really wish don't. we could go somewhere and test it. I I wouldn't. I wouldn't cry now. I would just be really mad. Would you? Yeah. I just. I don't. I don't know. Maybe so it's the control freak thing. When you get to the top of a rope climb, do you look down? No. Okay. No. I. I no. I. I just. The, when I'm at the top of a rope climb, the only thing I focus on is getting my hand on that tape line. Gotcha. If I look down, um, I I don't know if I would freak out, but I probably would. Yeah. Um, I don't know what it is. It's just like a, I've always kind of been huh. not very comfortable with heights. So yeah. That roller that roller coaster story because my mom traumatized me when I was six. I'm just kidding. She really didn't traumatize me. But um, it's funny. We tell that story all the time, and she's like, "I didn't mean to." I'm like, "Ah, no. I'm just giving you a hard time." Yeah. But uh, yeah, no, I hate roller coasters. So if you ever see me, please don't invite me to 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 do anything like yeah, that. Yeah, we're going to Six Flags after this. It'd be great. <laughs> no, <laughs> what's the worst that could happen? But I forgot where we were going before that. Yeah, we were talking about rope climbs and the qualifying. Oh and yeah, the video being the scariest part, okay. especially in the rope climb section. That's so where you were. I was measuring the distance because it was fifteen foot rope climbs, which was unusual that they had rope climbs in the online qualifier. But that's it's good, you know. Yeah. it's a good test. And so I'm on uh, 
kids don't try this at home. I'm on a top of the ladder, not like the top step, like the like the plastic part that you're yeah, not yeah. supposed to stand the on. The one that has the label on it, do not stand. Yeah, 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 the, mm-hmm. the, yeah. yeah. No, the one that you know you're not supposed to stand on. And uh, I'm on the top of that. I have one arm on the rope, and I'm completely stretched out. Like I'm on the tip of my toes and completely stretched out and I can barely tape the 15 foot line and uh yeah that was not very fun Thursday night because we as soon as it got announced we went outside and uh measured it because we did it in our garage uh-huh. um and uh thankfully for the video um we were able to do something with actually well, I don't really know I still had to get up on the ladder but uh we did PVC pipe uh-huh. we this is what um Dan, my coach, gave me. He, okay. He's at CrossFit New England. And I figure they know what the heck they're doing. So yeah, maybe they <laughs> they took a taped PVC pipe together, uh-huh. and they just marked off. It was 11 feet for like hands go below, and then it was 15 feet at the top. So they just marked off tape, uh-huh. stood the PVC pipe up, and they just had someone show it. So that went pretty well, but yeah. uh, so that was, um, yeah. So I had to, that was not very fun. Um, <laughs> but, but you didn't fall or anything. I didn't fall. You didn't have to like all of a sudden grab onto the rope and just hang there because the ladder went away. And didn't have to do that. No, oh, but bad. you like the videos were kind of funny because I'm like I'm like holding the holding the computer and I'm pretty sure my arm's shaking. Like I'm like, <laughs> oh please don't fall, please don't fall, please don't fall. <laughs> but uh, so after that, um, the other, other part was just that it was annoying sometimes the video because it had like a twenty five foot handstand walk in it, mm-hmm. and you had to set it up wide enough to where you oh, could yeah. see everything. It had wall balls in it too, but mm-hmm. the video is just it's just it's it's just a, a annoying. I mean, it really yeah. is. But it's I'm glad they do it. I'm happy to do it because I mean, think about you know, there's people last year that got caught on video mm-hmm. doing something that they shouldn't have, like oh, yeah. looping a video. They did not show that they had the capacity <sighs> to complete the workouts. The So the qualifier, Gosh, you, yeah. you you get the qualifying yep. workouts, mm-hmm. and you have how long to complete them? So, yeah, so it's different from the open. So yeah. you have from Thursday night mm-hmm. at, like, 7 our time. And is that when you receive them? That's when you receive them. Okay, you receive them Thursday night, so you have from that time until? Until Monday at 7. Oh, just a weekend. You have a, you have like a four or five day weekend. Okay. To do them. Wow. And, and you have four workouts to do. Uh huh. So how did you did you repeat any of them? I repeated one of them. Okay. I repeated. There was one that was an AMRAP five. Mm-hmm. Of. See now I'm gonna forget it. It's nine handstand pushups. Yeah. Six bar facing burpees and three power snatches at one fifteen. Okay. And so I did that one. On Friday, I did my rope climb one first. Um, I just cranked it. I yeah. Just tried to go black on it and just go. Yeah. And then um, on that evening, I did the handstand push-up one because uh, that was kind of the biggest one where you could learn something from it as, okay. as far as pacing yeah. goes. And so uh did that one. And then did I redo that one Monday? Yeah. So Monday evening, I... Um, redid the handstand push-up one. That's the only one gotcha. I redid. Yeah. So, you do you submit them all in like just one email? Like how how do they submit? Is it online? How does that work? So the submission process is basically the same as the open. You go onto okay. the game's profile, you find the link mm-hmm. to do it, and you mm-hmm. just separately put in all your scores. Gotcha. Um, the video submission since. 
me and my mom both fall fell into the top forty. Uh-huh. It's at the top forty. They asked for the top forty video, even though the top twenty go to the games, just in case. Okay. So um, top forty give their open or excuse me, give their uh, videos, and what they did was um, usually what happens is they send a link through the game site to put it in. Okay. But there was issues with the scorecards for the one of the chipper events, uh-huh. like CrossFit put out the wrong scorecard and they had oh, it corrected. No. Yeah. And so they asked for that video as well because I, what I'm thinking is that they didn't originally ask for that one because it was, uh, it was, it was gonna be, uh, it was through a Google Docs, so it wasn't even through like a, like through oh, a website. Yeah, um, I'm pretty sure that was a last minute thing just to make sure that everyone got the memo about gotcha. the right video. Yeah, excuse me about the right rep count because mm. originally it counted a 50 foot handstand walk as 50 reps. Oh. I mean, it really should have counted as 10 reps. Gotcha, yeah. So, um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, that was that's basically... It's it's very, very similar to the Open. Mm-hmm. The only thing that's really different is that it's over... It's four workouts over four days as opposed to yeah. five well, workouts over five And you weeks. can't... You don't know where you're standing during the weekend, right? Well, no. Okay. No, you don't. So like in the open, you know, you can look at it and be like, oh, okay, I got to redo that because I'm just a little bit lower than I wanted to. And you could redo the workout before the final submission is. Yeah. You don't have that luxury. No. You, you just go, I could do better and I'm going to do that one again. But like the rest of them, I'd, I feel like I did well. So you could definitely game it more in the open. Personally, right. um, I quit looking at the leaderboard this year. Yeah. Last year, I was a leaderboard junkie. Um, I am a leaderboard junkie, just not in my own division. It's funny. I look at every other division but mine. Um, And so I didn't really game it off of that in the open. I just redid all of them except for the last one. Gotcha. Um, So at what point do you know where you are in it all? You've submitted everything. It's Monday evening. You've thrown everything in. At what point do you find out, like, where you you ranked or where you fell in the process? So here's the thing. It's kind of a lengthy process. So oh. this, this is where the anticipation builds if you're, uh-huh. on, if you're on the line. Yeah. Um, so I finished uh, – oh, excuse me. So you finished the – on Monday. You submit your scores by Monday. The affiliates have until Wednesday at 7 to validate. Oh, okay. After Wednesday at 7, the leaderboard is, is set. Mm-hmm. And then they ask for video. Oh. And then after the video review, then they send out invites. So I didn't get my invite until like May 9th, maybe. Okay. Um, something like that. Did the leaderboard change very much from when you were able to see it till it was confirmed? One, okay, so... I only know this from experience. I still haven't looked at the leaderboard, but I know this because um, my my mom told me that I originally I finished the qualifier in eleventh. Uh-huh. That's what I was told. Yeah. And then I said something about being in eleventh. My mom's like, "Well, actually, you're tenth." Oh. I was like, "What happened?" Well, it turns out one of my buddies from Wadapalooza that I competed with. Yeah. Um, he had an issue with his. It was the scorecard issue. Oh no! So he was in a qualifying position. He was fifth. Yeah. And his video got rejected. Because of that, uh-uh. and he got bumped to like twenty second, twenty third, no. or maybe twenty seventh, and so that bumped him out, and I bumped up a spot. That's terrible. I know it's 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 hard. You gotta, I mean, you gotta, you know, be 
very precise in what they're asking for. Well, you know, you got to watch out, I guess. The the thing is, is that it's um, it says in the rule book that it's just as much the athlete responsibility sure. as it is the judge's responsibility for keeping up with your reps. Yeah. Um, and as tough as that is to accept, that's um, that's what the rules say. Yeah. So. Yeah, it's hard to fight that. Well, that's pretty amazing. And then so you ended up in, in 10th place going mm-hmm. into, um, after the qualifiers, that's where you're going into the games in 10th place, right? Uh, well, they reset the they reset the rosters at the games. Oh, so, okay. I mean, yes, I guess technically my lane assignment would have me at 10th place. Right. But, um, like, for the, at least for the first day. But that really doesn't mean a whole ton. Right. Um, at the games, everyone starts at zero. Right, so that's that's where the fun comes. That's really <laughs> <laughs> all right. So now, in the meantime, you're just sitting back, uh, taking beach trips. Yep, sipping on you know some frozen drinks, watching the world pass by. Frozen, you're done, right? Non-alcoholic drinks. I'm only fifteen. That's right. That's right. <laughs> uh, yeah. No, I mean, I'm just I'm cruising right now. I'm not really. <laughs> Not really doing anything extra. No, quite the opposite. Yeah, what's what's life like getting ready uh, for the games? Like, what, what's training like now? Um, it's a lot of stuff. Is it? You know, is it real intense? It is. Um, Do you taper at the end? Oh yeah, for sure. And so, what, what at what point will you begin to start tapering? Um, I don't think we have a set date yet, but it'll probably be. Hmm. Generally, a few weeks out, or yeah, or? probably about like towards the end of July. Yeah, like, like you, you know, you're probably your last like heavy week of training might be like three weeks out before the games, sure. and then or maybe two weeks out, mm-hmm. and then like the last week and a half or a week leading up to the games, it's basically like deload and and yeah. rest and recovery. That's great. So um, what? So the training is intense now. What? What's that like? So. Um, since the last time we spoke, mm-hmm. uh, some crazy things have happened. Um, we, I did a few of the open workouts out at CrossFit Mayhem. Um, I've heard of that place. Yeah, they got, they got some fit people there. Um, yeah. and, uh, I guess. so I did it. Yeah. Did a few workouts out at CrossFit Mayhem and, um, I met, uh, this guy named Chris Henshaw. I don't know if you guys know who he is. Oh Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. But uh, he actually lives in Cookville now. Did you know that? Yeah, I did. Yeah, everyone lives in Cookville now. Um, I don't. I don't live in Cookville. <laughs> yeah, right. I was, talk- <laughs> I was actually talking to Rich Sr. about this at regionals. Oh, yeah? And he, like, rolled his eyes at me. He's like, yeah, I'm over people moving to Cookville. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but- I feel like that's true. Like, because people in Cookville, like, I've worked in plenty of, like, smaller towns, mm-hmm. but yeah. grew up in Nashville. And-, and so most of the small towns you go to are like, I'm okay with you, but it's like the, you know, 10,000 other people that are now moving into moving the area. In, yeah. You know, and and it's got to be a struggle because you live in a place because of what it it is, right? And kind of what it was, yeah. And it's ends the trouble. Uh, it's a struggle for most people who have stayed in that environment to to transition into. Oh, there's a lot more people here now. There's a lot of people that like exercising. Yeah, and, and so uh, so yeah. No, I was talking to to senior about this, and uh, I got we're out sitting out, and people can see in the mirror right now. They're we're basically they're, in a fishbowl right they're, now. They're heckling people us. People are watching us swim. Yeah, people are watching. Anyway, so I met uh, Chris Henshaw out at... Um, Mayhem. Mayhem. And the I, uh, Yeah, the Mecca. Started chatting with him a little bit, and 
you know, originally there was going to be like a teen program through um, through aerobic capacity. Um, oh, okay. And that was I was going to be a part of that, and then um, we got to we just kept talking, and you know, Chris uh, actually invited me and my mom out to Power Monkey Camp. Oh, it's cool. Um, and it turned out that was the week that we were going to Boston that we had planned like months prior. Yeah. And we were like, oh, dang. And so... You're all like, I got to get some chat up in Boston. I know, right? <laughs> exactly. I got to invite me this week. I'm like, come on. I'm like, man, it can't be one more week. That was and my then, best um, Boston accent right that there. That was pretty good. Was it all right? I'll, actually, I'll tell you a funny story about that in a okay. second. So, um, <laughs> so anyway, we, you know, we were like, dang. And he goes, well, actually, it starts on Monday. Or it starts Sunday night, but you know, it really starts on Monday. And we're like, well, we don't leave till Tuesday, so we'll be there Monday. And so we went to Power Monkey Camp. And the day before you leave. The day before we leave, yeah. leave uh, for Boston to go train across the New England of all places. Oh, um, uh, that's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah they're a pretty cool, pretty cool place. Because you're also still the comp train team mm-hmm. athlete yep. as well. I am. And uh, so through all of that, me and my mom formed a relationship with Hens- Chris Henshaw. And um, we, um, be, we, we are now Chris Henshaw's athletes. Yeah. So um, he is my aerobic capacity coach, and he is my mom's aerobic capacity coach as well. Nice. And so I've been getting some swim, uh, run, and bike workouts from him. That's cool. And uh, same for my mom. And so training has been uh, training has been definitely pretty pretty intense with that. I mean, you you basically just like stepped it up a hundred percent with with Henshaw program. I mean. Um, there's workouts that last like, like the other day I did like a 40 something minute endurance workout. Yeah. And then I did all of my other stuff. <laughs> Do you feel, how long have you been doing it? Um, I, this is like my, I think I've, I'll be finishing my third week of programming. Okay. So probably not yet, but, but event like in the next little bit, you'll start feeling completely different, right? I mean, your, your sure. body is going to be really adjusting and you'll realize um, I mean, I would guess like a, a month or two at least, you know, at the longest. Oh yeah. That that all of a sudden you're you're doing something that you go, holy cow! Like I didn't have the lungs for this before. Well, you know? so he told a story of when uh, when he started working with Rich. Mm-hmm. Um, Rich, I think his mile was like right around six, even. Yeah. Just yeah. bad for not really being trained in running. I did a nine minute mile once. I was pretty That's, excited about that. I, I think that's my mile right now. I'm just kidding. Yeah, it's uh, it's very slow, but <laughs> you're fine. And I basically was done with anything else in the world after that. Well, you got to think that's <laughs> that's more than everyone that sat down on the couch that day. That's true. So that's true. That's what I like to look at. Yeah, um, I think it was in the middle of a workout, but I had it on my watch, and I was like, "I'll take that all day long." Heck yeah, man! I think the of second one was a lot longer, though. <laughs> it's all right. We don't have to say that. Well, I'll say that. Uh, we'll edit that part out. Why not? But um, so he's like, when he started working with Rich. Within 15 weeks, which, I mean, that really isn't that long if you think about it. Yeah. Um, like what, like uh, three and a half months? Something ish, like that, yeah. Maybe four? Rich went from like a six minute mile to like a 541 mile. Dang. Like a 19 second mile improvement in 15 weeks? That's yeah. unheard of. Yeah. And so I'm, I'm, I'm interested to see, see some stuff coming soon. Oh, I bet it's crazy. Yeah. yeah. That guy is like a witch doctor, I feel like. He is. I love having conversations with him. Mm-hmm. So I, um, I, you know, we talked to him a ton at um, Power Monkey. I've called him on the phone a few times to kind yeah. of work out some stuff. 
And uh, and you can just drive and see him at, now. I know, right? It's crazy. It's so cool. He is so passionate about what he does. Mm-hmm. It is so it's 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 contagious. Yeah, I like, bet. Like he is such a great encourager. I mean, mm-hmm. he's don't worry. Like don't think that he's ever to be taken lightly. Like, sure. He uh, is oh, he definitely puts a whooping on people too. I oh, he's yeah. he's very smart, and he yeah. obviously demands a lot of his athletes. Mm-hmm. But um, he is the him and his wife Heidi are some of the nicest people I've ever met. That's so cool. They are they are amazing. Like and and Chris is just he's he's awesome. He really is. Yeah. He's so passionate, and he gets like, I mean, I I. I've, I could have cared less about running a few uh, shoot even a few months ago. Yeah, and now like <laughs> I'm like CrossFit sucker. <laughs> I know, right? And now I'm like, I'm like, oh, well, I need to learn this stuff and learn that stuff. Like, yeah. I want to learn about breathing and and like what energy pathways am I using? And it's just uh-huh. it's the way Chris describes things and how like he's I'm talking to him and he's like drawing diagrams in the air. He That's is cool. so yeah. passionate about this, so That's it's awesome. Funny. That's incredible. I mean. That's that's next level stuff, and obviously with the trajectory that that you're anticipating in your life and continuing to to have, um, that'll be a huge benefit, you know, for you. It's definitely step training up a lot. Um, yeah. I mean, obviously, I'm not shooting any disrespect towards my coach, and and he he um, he even agrees with me. Like he's like, that's amazing that Henshaw's programming for you. Yeah. Um, but and he's told me like I've talked to my coach about this, and he's like. He's a much better person to be writing swim workouts for you than I am, like sure. joking around. Yeah. And, and that's what I love about like people at like Comp Train or people at Cross New England. Like mm-hmm. um, the the thing that Ben has set up and the people that he attracts are people that they don't shy away from people who are better in, in one field or another. Oh, sure, yeah. Like so, like you think about it this way: Chris is a fantastic aerobic uh, coach like endurance coach he knows how to develop good runners he knows how to develop good swimmers he knows how to develop people's engines he knows how to develop these things Mm -hmm. but I would be willing to bet that if I were to ask Chris to write a weightlifting program for me he'd be like that's not my strong suit I'm not doing that or (laughs) or even sprinting yeah like he he brought in um, an Olympic sprinter to help him because he didn't know that like he didn't know how to do that wow um and so the cool part about that's, that, that's just crazy in oh, and yeah. of itself. Like, oh, I got a friend for that. Yeah. Oh, he's been in the Olympics. <laughs> well, let me tell you the story of how this happened, actually. Okay. So her name's Tiffany. Forgot her last name. I feel terrible, but I forgot her last yeah. name. And uh, she, at 2015 in the CrossFit Games, they had a hurdle event. Mm-hmm. And he didn't know how to, how to train that. He was like, I don't know what to tell my athletes. He's like, sure. I, I yeah. have no clue. And so what he did was he found t- this girl, Tiffany, who's an Olympic uh, I think it's track and field. Yeah. And she, he emailed her and was like, hey, this is the scenario. Do you have any pointers? And Tiffany, because Chris was so, what I've talked about, Chris was so passionate <laughs> about what he was saying. What Tiffany did was she drove to the games, because she lived in California, lives in oh, California, nice. I think, drove to the games yeah. to meet him there the next day. And that's how they started working each other. That's crazy. And so, like. Man, passion goes far in life. It I, does. You know, and. And there's so many people that talk about, like, drive, and they talk about work ethic, and they mm-hmm. talk about all these things. But, like, for me, if, if you're not passionate about it, if you're, if you're someone that's, that's just like, eh, you know, I'll get there if I get there. Yeah. Um, 
no matter how much work ethic you have, you're not going to get there. No. You know, but the the passion is something unique because that not only drives you forward, mm-hmm. but it's contagious because everybody around you all of a sudden is going, I'm on that same train. Like, let's go. It like, I, I got your back and I want to be a part of that. Absolutely. It is yeah. so contagious. Yeah. Um, and so, I mean, that's, bit, that's, you know, people, I've had people ask me several times, like, what's training looking like? I'm like, well, it's, it's a lot of everything right yeah. now. You know, it's obviously with Chris program and me, we're doing some specific targeted weakness. Uh, well, uh, we're doing some specific targeted stuff on, um, like building my aerobic capacity through yeah. and building my, building my range over every intensity that I could, that we could think of. Sure. That's his kind of theory for developing teen athletes. So how does, um, comp train and, um, uh, Chris kind of work together? Do they, do they talk about your workouts so they're not kind of working against each other or so how does that work? What we do is, um, so what, what, what goes on is Chris, uh, has a no share workout policy. Okay. So you don't, you don't tell people your workouts. Um, Interesting. I think that kind of happened because of because of Rich. He was sharing workouts with Matt, Uh-oh. and that's how he started working with Matt. <laughs> but uh, no, I mean it's it's true. I mean, Rich, uh, or excuse me, Chris is inte- incredibly um, basically like that. That's like his intellectual property yeah, that sure. he's giving to you, and he's giving to you, not for you to write it off as your stuff. Yeah, and um, it's unique for you as well. Exactly. You know? So I respect that. Sure. And what, what I what we've done is basically I've. I told Dan, I was like, hey, well, from now on, can we build in two run workouts, one swim workout, one bike workout? And he's like, yeah, for sure. So we just have it always say is, okay, for Tuesday, Henshaw run. For Wednesday, Henshaw bike. Okay. And so what I do is then I'll do that bike or run workout for the week on those days. Gotcha. And we try to we try to eliminate cross. So then, so then Comtrain doesn't program anything for those days that's just what you're working on that day Comtrain doesn't program any of the like i'm not going to run the same day i run right so oh okay so you still have a whole another workout you're doing with them maybe geared more towards strength and not running or something for sure different gotcha like it's i mean now now i'll have that and then i'll have like three or four other pieces training. (laughs) um so how i mean how many hours are you spending a day training then now Three and a half to four, probably. Okay. Yeah. And then how many would you say were, was before that? It was a few oh, hours a day, I, th- I think, if two, I remember right. Two, yeah. two and a half. I mean, at the most, two and a half. Sure. So. Wow. So, yeah, that's that's quite a bit more. Yeah. And you're still enjoying it? You're still having fun? Um, I am. Are you still getting to hang out with friends? No. I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> it's like, yeah. goals broken. <laughs> uh, no, yeah, I I do still hang out with my friends. Okay. Um, you know, I, I have time for other things. I still yeah. have time for other things. Um, you know, I've, I haven't seen my friends as much because it's, you know, beginning of summer and everyone's got their own thing going yeah. on. But uh, I do stay I, – I see other people. That's good. <laughs> um, I'm, I'm not just crowded in my gym um, yeah. all day. But uh, and, that, and that's, like, my, my thing with especially, like, teenage athletes. Mm-hmm. Like, you, you're only going to be a teenager once. Yeah. And like you acting like a teenager later in life is not fun for anybody, you know, (laughs) and ultimately leads to you, you know, not having as much fun either. And so like, it's important to me, like to, for, for people like you to enjoy the uniqueness of who you are now. Yeah. Um, and, and so I'm glad to hear that, that that's a focus for you. Um, but also it's, it's a priority. Like, um, 
you know, I, I think about like the friendships I have. Like I still have lunch with people I grew up with. Yeah. Every now and then. Um, That's important. And we try to set goals for that. And I have new friends that I've made along the way. But like, yeah. there's still something about like those people in those developmental years mm-hmm. of becoming a, an adult that um, that are all, that will always be there. You mm-hmm. know, even if you don't talk to each other forever, all of a sudden we'll call you up. You know, twenty yeah. years later and be like. Hey, could you help me? And I'm like, yeah, absolutely. I'll bring the shovel. Yeah. You know, whatever that is. That's the, that's the, the, yeah, gardening work or something like that. Yeah, gardening. The, uh, that's the cool thing that, like, that's the Stephen Covey principle. Yeah. The relationship bank account. Mm -hmm. You know, that's how people can not see each other for two decades and pick up right where they left off. Yeah. Um, but I'm, I am, I'm, I'm going to be honest. I mean, it's not going without, it's not like I don't have days where I go in the gym. I'm like, I just don't, I don't want to work out today. Oh, sure. Or, or it's like, it'd be I'm, weird if you did, you know, right? Like, every like, day we're like, yeah, I mean, like, well, it's so too. And everybody would do it if that was the case. Right. Everybody, <laughs> everybody would be. Yeah. Um, and so like last weekend, I'm kind of giving away the timestamp, but last weekend uh, was, uh, the regionals and mm-hmm. our, our central region. Yeah. And my mom was competing on a team, and so, you know, there was a lot of late nights and early mornings, and sleep got messed up, diet got messed up. Um, and so, like, right now, we're running a competition, and, uh, you know, last night, I got went to bed really late, and I had to wake up really early today, because, yeah. you know, I'm helping work the competition. And there's there comes a time, it's like, right now, it's, right now, there's been a lot of times recently where I've been like, Right now, what I'm doing is I'm, as much as I, I'm going to hate to admit this, is I'm, right now, I'm trying just not to quit my session right now. Yeah. And, like, I remember sitting on a rower and I'm like, man, like, I really don't want to do this workout. Sure. But then, you know, I, I do. I do it. Mm-hmm. And I, I get it done. Um, and I kind of think, like, maybe not necessarily in the moment. Um, but you know, right now, as I'm talking to you right this, I'm like, look, what you just did doesn't matter if you were, if it doesn't matter if you dropped this eight minute Fran and you were just so just, you just checked out of life. Mm -hmm. It doesn't matter whatever you did. It doesn't matter, you know, if you just. If you if you just gave up, I mean, giving up would matter. But but sure, it, yeah, you, you, you understand what I'm trying to say. Sure. What I did was I proved to myself that I won't quit. Yeah. And that when I get to the competition, when I get to the CrossFit Games, if if stuff gets hard at the CrossFit Games, I know that I'm not going to give up. Yeah. You and have the capacity to keep going. I have the capacity to keep going. I have the capacity to grind through it and. Um, you know, right now, if there's been a lot of other things in life going on too, that it's kind of teaches you like, look, if, if crap's not perfect, like yeah. you're, you're going to be fine. Mm-hmm. Like if at the games you get there and you get the flu and you know, oh. you can't warm up or you Jeez, something to go worst case scenario. Yeah. Jeez, I mean, I'd rather like you, break a bone you than don't have like, the flu and try to make it through the games. Goodness. You like would th- name whatever that could go wrong yeah. and you could still make it through the, the weekend and without like I mean obviously if you like separate a shoulder that's different. But sure. like if you can physically make it through the weekend, I know that what has been going on recently just through like, you know, lack of sleep, diet getting messed up, other mm-hmm. areas in life being stressful. 
I know that I'll be okay. Yeah, yeah. And and that's because um, there's people that do that every year at the games. Yeah, that that show up banged up, that show yeah. up sick, that you know, and still they show up on time to compete. They dominate. You know, and, um, you know, and sometimes those workouts end up being because of the hyper focus that it takes to work through mm-hmm. whatever personal issue you're working through, sure, you know, yeah. become some of your best, maybe. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and, it, and it separates the men from the boys. Right. right? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I could have quit today, but I didn't showed up. Right. Yep. Um, so what do you you're moving moving towards the games here? Yeah. What, do you, what are you looking forward to in the games? What do you what, what excites you? I, I mean. I know the work is the thing, but like, there's more to the games than just the workouts, right? There is. There's yeah. A lot more so, the so I mean, like, what do you what do you look forward to in, in going this year? Um, man, that's a great question. I look forward. to Everybody s- screaming your name. Yeah. Right. Uh, <laughs> uh, the, the glory and fame. <laughs> the glory. It's all that. Uh, soak in the glory. No. Um, people getting tattoos in my face. No. Um, <laughs> Oh, did I show you the one I got of you? No. Okay, good. Oh, did you? No, I didn't. Oh, okay. No. I was about to say, oh, <laughs> crap. No, I'm just kidding. Um, no, I, uh, man. Yeah, I, I, of course, I love the energy of the crowd. Uh-huh. It's just, I mean, you know, if they're, I, like, not, like, of course, yeah, everyone loves it when they're cheering your name. But mm-hmm. what I mean is, like, when people are screaming their heads off, not even for you, like, just that energy that they have there. Right. Oh, my gosh. I love that. It's so that. cool. I love that. Mm-hmm. You know, I I love that when you get out on the floor, you could feel the energy. Uh-huh. Um, I I'm gonna try as as much as I can to not put myself in this position this year. Oh. But I tell you what, I love high pressure situations. Do you? Like, I'm trying to avoid them at all costs. I would just like to be, you know, sure, yeah. Pull a Matt Fraser. That of course that'd be great. Yeah, and just but, hit the go button and go. Right. Yeah. But like at Wadapalooza this year, mm-hmm. you know, I'm sitting outside a podium spot. All I had to do was basically win the last two workouts or come close to win the last two workouts. Uh-huh. Or like at Youth Nationals when I was competing competing in weightlifting, like my coach comes to me one year and goes, "Hey, if you don't hit that, you're not going to medal." Yeah. You got two options: you do it or you don't. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. I'm gonna do it. And so, you know, I I love those situations. That's cool. Like, yeah. people hate one of our max snatches at competition. I love yeah. lifting in competition. Like, I get such an adrenaline rush, <laughs> and, and I just, you know, if it's, especially if it's a high pressure, mm-hmm. I love that. Yeah. Um, dude, I'm looking forward to so much at the games this year. I feel like last year, um, last year I made a mistake. You know, I, I've talked about that last year. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I'm... I, made a huge mistake last year, but um, I'm looking forward to um, I'm looking forward to that freaking run event. Yeah, I don't know what the heck it's going to be. I don't know if it's going to be a half marathon or if it's going to be a 400 meter sprint. Sure. I'm looking forward to that run event That's because cool. or I'm looking forward to to doing a like high heart rate double under snatch workout again. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing an obstacle course. I, w- I would love to see another obstacle course at the games. Yeah. Because of the fact that I was, I literally took last place in that last year. Oh, yeah. And I, 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 I want to see that. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm welcoming that run workout, yeah. whatever it is. And honestly, if I do that run workout, I place 18th again. Mm-hmm. Then, I mean, I'm going to have to live with it. I know I put in <laughs> a lot of work on it. Yeah. Uh, I know I got better, mm-hmm. but 
I'm I'm looking forward to that run workout. That's cool. What what type of things happen outside what people get to see at the games? Like, oh, <laughs> do you get to talk to people? Do people come and encourage you? Some of the older athletes, like, um, what happens? Like, is there someone juggling fire kittens? Um, yeah, that in happens. The athlete section, uh, like, juggling. what types of things happen that that people just don't see that are neat? Uh, definitely juggling the fire kittens. That yeah. happens. Yeah, um. I feel like that should always happen. <laughs> um, so weird story. Um, just while you're thinking, mm-hmm. I'll give you some time to think about yeah. it, so you can just tune me out. Um, but this, my, I was having dinner with a friend of mine the other night, and and he was like, "Man, I want to. I need to go. Um, I broke my Apple Watch, oh. and it's going to cost you know nearly as much to fix it as it does buying a new one." Yeah. And so we went to the Apple Store um, to buy a new one, and of course, you know, the greeters there are like, "Hey, what are you here for? You know, what can we help you with?" And he says, "Well, I'm looking for uh, a new watch." Yeah. And the lady looked at me, and I said, "I want to juggle fire." <laughs> and just looked at her. <laughs> and we had this super awkward moment of her just staring at me, and I was staring at her in this awkward way. And, and she goes, well, I'm afraid that that employee just left for the day, and so you'll have to come back again. That's amazing. And so, and so she led us back. She's like, you know, go stand by the Apple Watch, you know, booth mm-hmm. and, or table. And so I'm standing there, and then inevitably the Apple Watch guy, that I guess designated Apple Watch guy, yeah. I don't know, um, comes up and says, what are you guys looking for? And I'm like, I want to juggle fire. Fire. The lady said the guy left, but who's, who's the person that can do it? And not missing a beat, this guy picks it up and points back at the girl that had helped us get to where we need to go. That and is she goes, great. He goes, actually, that's don't her. say I said so, Yeah, but that's the one. <laughs> that's amazing. And I was like, this place is just phenomenal. That's amazing. But um, anyways, speaking of Well, thank you for giving me some time kitties. to think. Yeah. But uh, that is a great story, man. <laughs> no. So, um, hmm. I mean... Nothing too crazy happens. There, there was uh, the individuals were separated from the masters and teens. Like they had different okay. areas. I mean, they weren't like separated, separated, yeah. but they were like kind of partitioned I off. I mean, do y'all talk? Is it everybody that's kind of oh, just like yeah. I'm going to stay in the zone? Like, oh no, I t- we talked. I mean, okay. I uh, is I, it like whoever's hot? Like in baseball, mm-hmm. okay. If if you're on a streak as a pitcher, oh, you don't talk to him. No, you don't talk to him. You yeah. don't make eye contact. They sit at the end of the dugout. They put on their jacket. No one acknowledges their presence. Like, <laughs> is there any of that weird? Is there any superstitious back there going on in CrossFit? Oh yeah, I'm yeah. sure there is. I mean, I can't really like people wearing the same underwear all weekend and all that kind of mess. Well, I didn't get to know anybody that well. Yeah, <laughs> I feel like that's that's something everybody needs to know. Um, this is my game. I definitely underwear. didn't do that. <laughs> Just clear that up. But um, yeah, great. Um, rally hats. I'm sure right. Rally hats, inside out. <laughs> I I didn't do anything like superstitious. Yeah. Um, I'm going to quote The Office. I'm not superstitious. I'm just a little stitious. Yeah, Have you sure. seen The Office? Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. So, um, no, but I, I, I'm i sure there was some some of that stuff going around. Mm-hmm. But we talked. I mean, I actually probably hung out with uh, Dave Hippensteel more than anybody else. Okay. <laughs> he, the 60-plus champion. Uh-huh. Dave is such a cool dude. We actually have the same coach now. But Dave is such I a see. cool guy. Uh-huh. Um, and obviously, I have had friends that competed last year like that I knew previously. Yeah. Like Taylor Babb. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's a friend of mine. Um, I kind of met Haley the previous year at Wadapalooza, but I really started to get to know her this year at Wadapalooza 2018. Okay. Um, so I kind of talked to her then. And, um, you know, I met some people there. I met, like, Tori Dow. Is, a friend is there of trash mine talking? Do people talk trash back there? Um, the guys you're competing against? 
I actually don't remember to save my life. So I'm probably sure not was. very much. Oh, probably, yeah. I mean, nothing. Nothing I would remember. Yeah, I don't. I mean, I'd probably, I'm sure I would remember something that was bad. Okay. I remember there was this one kid in my division. He absolutely demolished the run, swim, run, uh-huh. and the uh, track trip. Uh, the not track triplet, the vest triplet. Yeah. Um, but he on the vest triplet. I'll explain the workout. Those of you that didn't watch the games or don't remember, it was four rounds that for time. Cave. Yeah. yeah. Four rounds for time of a 400-meter run. Then it was 24 air squats and 12 burpee box jump overs. Simple enough, right? Yeah. With uh, a 14-pound vest on for us. Mm-hmm. Just let that sink in for a second. This kid wore bear complex grips. Okay. I don't know why. I thought it was kind of funny. He wore bear complex grips for everything. It was the whole time. The Maybe whole time. he was nursing an injury or something. Maybe he had a oh, rib. No, no, no? just no. because, yeah. All right. I'm like, why the heck would you do it on the vest triplet? Does that get in your head by the end? That dude's wearing those singing gymnastics things again. I don't think it got in my head. No, I was just no? having a hard time about it. That would drive me crazy. Something like that would drive me crazy. It's like, I'd just be like, would you take them off? You don't need them. It's like the, uh, shoot, there was a fighter. I forgot his name. But there was a fighter that would tell people jokes and not tell them the punchline. Just throw them off their game. Oh, that's terrible. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, no, nothing crazy like that. Okay. But so it sounds like, you know, in pro sports, there's all kinds of dynamics that are happening yeah. and, you know, mess. Um, CrossFit doesn't seem to be um, like that as much. Um, and so it's neat to hear that people are just normal. That are Oh, yeah, people are normal. You know, like, Honestly, think about it like this. Uh, I really didn't think it was that much different than a local comp. Really? Like like people in the back? Yeah. Obviously, you know, there's a little bit more intense recovery protocols and a little sure. bit more stuff like this, especially towards the top. Mm. But, uh, I mean, I really don't think that it was that much different than yeah. a local comp. That's cool. Yeah. So, just be more awesome, and you could experience that, right? Yeah, basically. Yeah. That's what everybody needs to do. So, this year, you know, obviously, you know, we're going to be cheering. Um, I'll be cheering from home. Thanks, buddy. Um, you won't hear me as well, but, but know that I'm there. I will. Um, yeah, I'll, I'll be listening. And so you'll get through it this year. Mm-hmm. And then next year, I've been made aware that there are unique circumstances that you have opportunities unlike any before um, yeah. because of your age. Yeah. And so you, you'll be older next year. Now, I don't – sorry to tell you that. I didn't know that, That actually. may be news to you. That yeah. Might be, yeah. Um, I'll have to. Around every year, <laughs> that happens to people. Mm-hmm. And so next Mine's year. around August, yeah. <laughs> you will be of age to be able to, to join a team if you wanted to. Yeah. Is that something you're interested in? Obviously, you would still be, you know, potentially competing in the teens, you know, 16, mm-hmm. 17-year-olds um, at that point. Mm-hmm. But um, have you thought about maybe looking at going on a team, trying to be on a, on a team? More recently now, I've been thinking yeah. about that. So what, what's what's interesting to you about potentially being a teammate uh, as opposed to individual? See, I really like individual competition. Sure, I enjoy it. People don't enjoy it for some reason. I really enjoy it. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I'm not saying that team isn't fun. If you find the right group of people, team's great. Yeah, but um, personally, I enjoy individual competition. That's not to say I'll never do team. I'm, that's not what I'm saying at all. I don't want yeah, that right. to come across. Right. Um, but I'll tell you, there's a – so I'll give you a backstory. This is all going to tie in together. My mom has competed at regionals every year since 2012. Mm-hmm. In 2016, 
the year before she was going to become a master, she had kind of thought of, look, hey, I'm just going to take the year off from competing. I'm just going to, you know, rest some injuries up and recover. Mm-hmm. And, sure. and she ended up going individually to regional, so that didn't really work out. <laughs> and then um, 2017 rolls around. She's so finally close. a master, and she's like, or like the like the competition season, not like actually 2017. Yeah. Rolls around, and she's like, well, maybe I'm not gonna maybe I'm not gonna do it this year. She's like, maybe I won't go team. Maybe I'll just uh, focus on masters. And then of course it comes out that it's in Nashville, and yeah. you know they wanted to do a team at Hendersonville. And we're like, okay, why not? Yeah. one more time. Well, 2018 rolls around. My mom's <laughs> like, I'm really retired. Like I'm not doing anything. Uh-huh. We and already all know how that We already out. know what happened, but uh, she's like, I'm not doing it. And then, you know, we find out it's in Nashville again, and uh, there's some really, really awesome people out at Hendersonville that they're really hard to say no to. Yeah, yeah. They're like the it's nicest It's hard to people. tell your friends no. They're I'll the just, nicest people know. ever. And, um, you know, it's a new format. Mom's like, well, what the heck? I'll go one more time. And so... I was sitting in the stands at regionals on Sunday, and I was like, wait a minute. I'll actually be, like, in the regular leaderboard next year because the workouts are the same for the 16-17. Oh, okay. I'm like, shoot, I could be out on that floor next year. I mean, not as an individual. I would love to be as an individual, but yeah. that's kind of like a that's kind of like a dreamy, Still a couple years away. dreamy goal for that, especially in the central region. Good Lord. But, um, well, maybe some of those guys will retire. Maybe. Yeah, I would need about 50 of them to retire. <laughs> but um, uh, not counting any possibilities out. I'm just being a little realistic here. And then uh, I was like, well, maybe I could do team. I'm like, that's, I mean, it can't be that hard. Well, I mean, it can't be that hard. Yeah. I, I didn't mean it like that. It can't, it can't be that hard to, to, to find three other people, is what I meant. Sure. I'm like, it can't be that hard to find three other people. I'm like, it's only three people. One yeah. more guy, two more girls. Can't be that hard to find those guys. And then I was sitting next to my friend, and she was like, wait, you can do it with your mom next year. And I was like, oh, I didn't even think about that. I'm like, my mom, my mom's already on, oh, my mom's retired from regional yeah. competition. I'm like, shoot. So that's a possibility. That'd I mean, be cool. at, the, yeah. at the moment right now, my mom just finished regional, so she probably doesn't want to be thinking about regionals next year. Um, and I've talked to her about it, and we've kind of like, well, you know, that could be a good idea. Maybe we'll, I don't know, maybe we'll think about it. Right now it's very low in the developmental stage. Sure. But uh, it's a possibility. That's fun, yeah. That, yeah. Well, I think that'd be cool. That would be neat. You know? Yeah. Um, especially how you guys are, you know, such a, such a good close-knit, you know, relationship with you, your family. Yeah. Um, not everybody has that, and you guys have that uniqueness about you, which is cool. It is really neat. Well, Cole, I, I'm I'm pumped. You know, Barbell Voodoo is super stoked about you and um, all that you're doing and all that you're a part of, all the neat opportunities that you get to have. Mm-hmm. Um, just being you and being a normal human, um, which I would say you're you're probably above normal, but you know, <laughs> I do my best. You, you're not you're not a loony uh, by any means. Well, I'm glad I'm not that. I try so, hard not to be. <laughs> so it's great, but but you know we're excited about you. Um, when this comes out, it'll be the the week of leading leading towards the games. Yeah, and um, I hope maybe you'll listen to this on the way down there. Maybe you can listen to it and just remember that I will. You have um, a few thousand people that are listening to this going, Cole Martinez. You know, That's pretty from, awesome from their about. computer screens. Yeah, right? It's pretty yeah. awesome to think about, man. Yeah. So uh, we're excited about you. Good luck. Oh, thank you very And much. Um, we can't wait to see all the colorful barbell voodoo stuff on your body while you work out. 
yes, very much so. At, at the on the on the competition floor, sadly, it has to be wearing Reebok. Oh, that's right. No, you get your own clothes there. But uh, yeah, it's uh, maybe you can get that tattoo on the back of your neck. It says Barbell Voodoo. That wouldn't be weird, would it? That would go over really well being in the teen division. Yeah, yeah. You just get on your arms, but like, I get Barbell Voodoo right at like forehead. That's no, don't face, don't do face. I, I can't even joke about a face tattoo. I've known people. Right here? Or no, not neck either. No, no, no. neck tattoos. Dang. Just around the back, right above the collar. It'd okay. be fine. Yeah. It wouldn't be weird at all. No, not at all. All right, man. Well, hey, I'll let you get back to Battle of Barbells, but I appreciate you taking time to be a part of the podcast. Again. Yeah, thanks for having me on and again. We'll uh, we'll connect after the games and see how it went and have one more follow-up, okay? Absolutely. I'd love to do that. All right, man. We'll see you next time. Yeah, buddy. Hey, I hope you enjoyed the podcast today. Once again, give us a five-star review. Give us a comment. Let us know how we're doing. Hit us up on the social media and say hi. We love it when people say, what's up? So we'll see you next time. And also, Cole, good luck, buddy. We're rooting for you.